Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Box 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 Brothers podcast. I'm your host today, Ben Perez, and I am joined again with my brother, Nicholas. What's up, guys? Um, today, we have a good one for you. We are going to be previewing the race in Baku this week. One of my favorite races. So much chaos, excitement, for, and the longest straight on the calendar. Yes, that straight is ridiculous. We were watching it in P1, P2 this morning, and the just straight line speed that every car is going to take into that turn one is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's a quite interesting track to drive on the video game because you want you want high like sticky downforce in the corners, but you also want low downforce on the straights because a lot of that track is straights. Even with there only being two DRS zones, one DRS zone is two kilometers long. It's a monster. Yeah, straight. yeah, it's a crazy course. So uh, this week in Azerbaijan, if you're new to F1 or not familiar with the circuit, Azerbaijan is right on the Caspian Sea. It's located next to Iran, Georgia, Armenia. And it's uh, a really cool track because they go through the city, which is kind of a half and half so it's half old city with castles old kind of architecture and then you go through the new part of the city with the modern skyscrapers cool glass looking buildings and it's going to be a monster race this week there's 20 turns it's one of the longest on the calendar only 51 laps and its first grand prix was in 2016 charles leclerc holds the lap record with a 149.09 Yes, it is a relatively new race. They've done five races there. Yeah, correct. Sergio okay. has the best podium percentage out of anyone. Yes, I was reading a stat today <laughs> that he has three podiums out of the five races. Yeah. That there. Okay, so cool. So that was a little background of the race. It's very tight, a lot of corners, a lot of barriers that come up quickly and produce a decent race look out for a couple red flags definitely or on lockups flags and then the, offs. like the magic with last year's Lewis hamilton oh i was so upset can you talk a little bit about the race last year because that one was exciting as well we had the pirelli conspiracy with lance stroll <laughs> and max verstappen's tires just conspicuously blowing up so last year max was on to win the race by a large margin and then on the main straight that we we're talking about like about 200 meters before turn one his tire just his left rear tire just blows out and sends him into a spin pulling out a red flag and stopping the session after that happens they they're all red flagged it is hamilton p1 sergio p2 sebastian vettel p3 and then um who else it was there was one other person was p4 oh it was pierre gasly pierre gasly was p4 and so there's a button on the steering wheel to warm the brakes it's a it's a magic button so essentially on the driver's steering the the driver's steering wheel they have this magic button that they can change between races so for this race uh hamilton's was a brake brake fluid, brake cooling, something mm -hmm. along those. But you can have it set up to change the pitch, the different grips, the tire mm -hmm. temperatures. It's a 
essentially potpourri button and you can have it set to whatever you want during a specific course. Mm-hmm. But for this one, Hamilton had it set to his brakes. And so getting ready, the um, he hit the magic button before his start. And so it's like 150 meters down into turn one. And so as soon as he's, so they start off, Hamilton beats out Perez by a tiny margin, and then his brakes, his all of his tires lock up, sending him into the runoff area. Sergio takes the lead, and Hamilton doesn't get into the points that race. And it's crazy, like knowing, looking back on the season, it had crazy title implications because if he would have won that race, he would have been a couple points up on Verstappen going into the final round. Yeah. So, so uh, the. It, it was a really big thing because uh, it was just an opportunity that was lost on Mercedes, especially after Max went out, which was his main title contender last year. So, um, but after P1 and P2, there's a few people looking pretty strong and others that are looking a bit weaker. Um, so what were your takeaways from uh, P2, P1 and P2 and who's looking strong for qualifying tomorrow and the race come Sunday? Perez on top. Oh, okay. I'm big Perez fan, and just to see him in this like second wind, almost like a renaissance in his career. It's it's weird. Most drivers don't have this ten years into their career, just kind of unheard of. But top in the timing charts, like either P1 or P2, Verstappen is lagging behind, but Verstappen has like he's he does okay in practice sessions. He doesn't really top the timing charts really this year but he saves it all for qualifying um so my three drivers that i really liked were i liked perez um alonzo and pierre gasly pierre i think he's on for a monster weekend he's done everything right in p1 and p2 it's kind of crazy yeah and he's historically done pretty well around baku he was on the second line of podium last year. Yeah. Qualified fourth. Yeah. And then he, he this is a big weekend for him. Why do you say that? Because um, silly season coming up. Danny Rick may be out of a seat. Pierre Gasly may be a new McLaren driver. Yes. Gasly may be the McLaren driver. And we'll do a podcast uh, talking about silly season coming up pretty soon as we get into the july june area right before the mid-season break um but yeah qual we'll see where gasly ultimately ends up but it's a it's a important race for him especially if he's trying to move up the grid for next year um similar to you i think checo is looking strong he's driving with so much confidence right now after his win last week his whole out in Saudi, correct? Mm-hmm. His pull in Saudi and being able to um, just take. I do have to say that, he got he got Saudi. robbed in Saudi with the safety car. He got robbed. Bad bad strategy. Bad timing. Just didn't yes. work out. He for could him. have two wins on the season. You are very correct. The uh, second person that I think is looking really strong is Leclerc. Leclerc's been driving the arguably the most reliable and the best car they've had a couple mishaps with strategy and cost them cost them the race in monaco and 
uh, the he had a malfunction in the previous. One. I mean, Ferrari's gonna Ferrari. Yes, I know Ferrari. <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping that Ferrari can still keep it competitive for the. Because the, the last time this happened, it was with Kimi Räikkönen and Sebastian Vettel. So Kimi Räikkönen had the lead in the drivers' championship, and then Sebastian Vettel came out of nowhere and stole it from him. Uh, okay, so are, are you predicting that Signs is going to come out of nowhere and? Oh, you're talking about uh, Checo to Verstappen. No, I'm talking about in 2013. I may be completely wrong about this. Well, but... no, no. I, I agree that Sebastian... No, this was when Sebastian was in his dominant Red Bull phase. Mm-hmm. The 20... And he was racing the Ferrari for World Championship. Okay, so you're saying that it's going to happen to Ferrari again and Red Bull is going to come play the upside there. Yeah. Okay. Because I just don't. Uh-huh, I understand. I don't feel like Ferrari has the just the consistency in their strategy to fight at the top of the tables. Yeah, well, we'll see. Because out of the seven races that have happened this year, they had mentioned a stat today that I found very interesting. But it was like Ferrari out of the five or out of the seven races has had five poles and have converted those into two wins yeah. and red bull has had two poles and have and has converted that into five wins so historically if you are on pole you're going to perform well ferrari will see if they can put their mishaps behind them but i think moving through the season being able to have the fastest qualifying car is a good recipe for success for the rest of the year because it was one of those years with Sebastian Vettel that Red Bull they had a terif- like a terrible car in race and they could set it up to qualify on pole consistently and give him a chance to get out ahead of everyone else mm-hmm. before everyone started to like grain in on the tires get the hard tires on and let race strategy take over so so uh, Checo, Leclerc, and then my third dark horse is going to be Alonso this week. So El Plan. Yes, Alpine is looking really fast on the straights. And with Baku having that long, massive straight and having a lot of straights just in general on the circuit, I think with their configuration, even if they're a couple places back in qualifying, they'll be able to just rise up the ranks during the Sunday race. Well... I feel like the Alpines have been a very underrated car this year. They they've just haven't been in a position to make the plays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and with their driver lineup of Akon and Alonso, we'll see what they can can do. But they've been pushing and looking really strong in the midfield and being able to uh, sometimes challenge and be up there with the Mercedes and the McLarens this season. And then. My my weaker looking results or my my three weak drivers. Uh, it's it's say it. We all know who who's who we're thinking of. Ricardo. Yes. Ricardo was eighteen in P. Wait, hold on. He was fourteen in P two, and uh, eighteen in P one. It's just. It's not getting better for the Honey Badger. There's a lot of... And then my two other ones were... No, uh, no, finish your thought. It's, oh. not, it's not getting better. Oh, it's just... It's not getting better for the Honey Badger. 
on Instagram, he seems like he's getting better, but it's not, it's not getting better. I just don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's strange. Uh, it's, it's hard transitioning. And when you're going 200 miles per hour, you need to have that confidence to hit the brakes later than you're comfortable with and know that the car is going to do what the car should. My other two were Lance Stroll, even though he put in like a good lap time getting P12 and um, uh, 13, I just, he's too prone to incidents. He's, he brushed the tires a bunch today. He was just looking all kind of all over the place. So even though he did put in a couple good lap times, that was a bit concerning. And then same with Schumacher. Even though I know Schumacher in FP1, he had a brake line uh, or a fuel line or something in his engine go off. Yeah, there was a bunch of water dripping on that. Yeah, I see you or something. Okay. But it's just, <laughs> you feel bad for them because one, actually, not, not really Lance Stroll, because, but. You have daddy's money. Yeah, daddy's money. But you feel bad for Mick and Daniel just because of what type of people they are off track. Mm-hmm. That it just, it it hurts to see them do bad. Can I throw in an extra one? All right, who else? Hamilton. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, the weakest drivers, um, I think you hit Danny. He just needs to figure it out and i don't know if he's going to figure out there's been a lot of talk about his status as a mclaren driver and a good result in baku would kind of quell that for a little bit but he would just need to do this on a more consistent basis but it's not coming (laughs) yeah i think um Hamilton, he looked strong in P1. He came in six. Uh, practice two is the the more realistic to what you're going to see on a Sunday race. And again, he's been beaten by George by about three tenths of a second. Washed. So I I did see something the other day about, I think it was Mark, Marco Helmet, the person from Red Bull, but he was talking about Lewis Hamilton and how He's been changing his car to experiment with it and to see what's going to give him a good idea of the problems that they're seeing versus Russell, who's gone more of a traditional route and he's trying to set up the car to go the fastest rather than trying to fundamentally understand what's going on with their car. So that could be playing a role in the time discrepancies for between Mercedes because they're not challenging for a world title this year. So maybe Hamilton's looking more long-term, whereas George is just looking towards uh, who's going to do better on Sunday this year. Um, But if you take into account looking towards 2023, and if they can actually understand what's going on with their car, be that porpoising, be that aerodynamics, they're going to be able to get back up and start competing with the Ferrari and the Red Bull, especially during this cost cap year. They can't just throw money at it like they have would have been. been able to do last year. So maybe they're just a little bit 
more um, money conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. So um, I'm not going to count off Hamilton for this entire year, but it's something to just uh, look out for. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my last driver would be Latifi because his his time at Williams might already be <laughs> over just based on how many times he's crashed already and how much better Alex Albon has been. So maybe they bring in a DeFries next year or a, a Piastri to just cover his seat and then you have a more veteran partner in Alex Albon but Latifi is the or is my last of the three man drivers. Before we get to uh, qualifying picks and podium picks this week, I have one question for you. One how many red flags are we going to get tomorrow? And then who's going to cause them? So I think we're definitely going to get a red flag from Yuki Sonoda is going to lock up going into turn one, put it into the wall at the little turn. Because it's, if you've ever, if you've ever driven the circuit in that game, it's a kind of, it's an interesting mix. Because if you lock up at all, you're going into that wall. <laughs> so I'm saying Sonoda locks up into turn one. Um, all right, so he gambles and doesn't take the runoff. He just tries to over oversteer <laughs> and just rams it. Okay. He, he sees his little restaurant that he's been picturing all of his life over there. And, oh, <laughs> and then um, I think we're going to see three red flags. One caused by Sonoda. One is going to be Sebastian Vettel. Causing one from just a mistake, snap of oversteer in the car, just the car not responding to him. And then I think we're going to see Lance Stroll and Latifi collide. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I feel you on the Latifi. I have Latifi as one. He's definitely going to get the red flag. And then I think there's going to be not... I think we're only going to get one red flag. Um, we're going to get a couple of virtual safety cars. Alright, so the last two sections for this race is one who takes pole in qualifying who's on the first two rows and then what are our picks for the race come Sunday so my Perez pole prediction is Perez you see what you Perez <laughs> the the Perez pole prediction is Perez okay yes uh, Perez on top <laughs> Perez on top so who's uh who's beside him on the first row beside him is it's a front row lockout I uh, said so Perez Verstappen on the front row mm-hmm. followed by followed by Fernando Alonso and George Russell Okay, so Ferrari's just not on the front front two rows. Ferrari takes new engines after after oh, Ferrari pit lane start after they both wreck in qualifying. <laughs> Bold predictions by <laughs> by Nick out here. <laughs> both Ferraris crashing out and they start start in the pit lane. I think for for me qualifying, I'm going to take. Sean Leclerc, Charles Leclerc on pole. Uh, even with that wrecking, if, even with that wrecking Q3. We'll, we'll see. I don't think that he's going to wreck in Q3. I think he takes pole. I think 
Sergio Perez is on the front line with them, and then it goes Verstappen signs. Well, you know Leclerc actually put into the castle here. Have you have you, have you never seen that video? No, when when he was with Alfa Romeo. No, he, it's in the Ferrari. It's like 2019, and he just he just drives straight into the castle, and then he has one of the funniest audio messages. He just goes, "I am stupid, I am stupid, I am stupid." No, I'll have to go back and watch that. It's very funny. Yes, so I think uh, uh, I'll I'll go look at it um, after this. So, yes, my predictions, Leclerc on pole, Leclerc starting on the front line with uh, Sergio, and then it's a Max signs second row. And then for the race winner, I'm going to say that Charles Leclerc gets pole to P1. He takes it with Checo coming in second, Max crashing out, uh, trying to push too hard. And then we have a Lando Norris p3 podium actually no i lied take that back uh a fernando alonso p3 after here's my here's my race here's my race results perez gets out to an amazing start wins the race perez second win in a row takes the lead of the world drivers championship second place fernando alonso they drove together in, in mclaren at one point that old team chemistry, they're going to have a special moment up there on the podium. Third and final prediction. George Russell. Alright, bold, bold prediction with George Russell taking his, what, third, second podium? Second I'm not podium. sure. We'll edit this out, but second podium for the season. I'm pretty sure he only has one. Um, so we'll mark the tape. We'll see how wrong we are come Sunday Sunday evening once we record our post-race. I'm a fan of bold predictions. Yes, you heard it here first. Our bold predictions for the upcoming Baku race. And if you're in the States... Qualifying is from 9 to 10 a.m. and the race at 6 a.m. <laughs> so grab your coffee, well, get up early, or you can just do your and watch it once you... When you wake up. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Well, thank you for follow me. follow the IG box box bros four. Follow the IG down down in the link in the description. You can see whenever we post Dude. a new podcast. Do we have a link in the description? Yes, we do have a link in the description. It is linked to our latest <laughs> podcast. So, link is in the bio to see our work on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to figure out technical difficulties with the Spotify link, but that should be coming up soon. Spotify just don't like us, I guess. I mean, one day we'll have merch. One day. One day. One day. I'll drop some some stuff. I'm going to say box, box, bros. That's going to be cool. Anyways, well, we'll see you Sunday after the race. Well done, Baku. Hasta luego. Peace.